What the fuck are we doing? What are we doing? We're the rubberneckers. We ain't got massive packers. We watch the world burn. Ain't nobody ever learned. Donut, 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 donut. We're the rubberneckers. We ain't a home wreckers. We like to rant a lot. Got a little Mexico as a mascot. Donut, 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 donut. Welcome to Rubberneckers, where we are one host down. The the editor finally got last week's show out today. Might have to fire that asshole. It worked out good. It was good sound quality. I, I sent the editor a message and said, good job, kid. Yes, he did. Next week, we're off, right? Because yep. this was the whole controversy. Because we're just going to take a vacation day. Because we can. We're not going to try to set up another show or put together a best of shit that you've already heard of. Here's the thing to do. Next week, if you're missing rubberneckers, like that happens, what you can do is go back to Season one, episode seven. Yeah, that's go. a good place to start. And listen to the rage, my rate, my famous, world famous, best podcasting clip ever, Rage Quit. So, it really yeah, is. Yeah, do that. Just do an hour long loop of my Rage Quit. <laughs> that might not be a bad idea. I actually saw your, your Rage Clip is on Pornhub under the POG section. Yep. <laughs> no way. Oh, yeah, it's on Pornhub for sure. It's on Pornhub. Daddy Dom Dave. He works yeah. in mysterious ways. All right. I have to have that taken down. That has to be taken down. Speaking of taken down, I was gonna uh I was gonna ask, when do you think Dave's gonna do like a DMCA for the theme song? Oh, maybe. We could take Copyright it. Down. What do you it. think? Should we take should we should we disassociate ourselves from Dave completely? Should we just never no. do anything? No. Well, let him come for it. He's fucking too lazy and preoccupied with fat cam girls to fucking call an attorney. Amen. Plus, they're in Australia. I'd be upset if we missed that. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> That's true. He's, bu- he's busy, guys. They- and plus, they don't have attorneys in Australia. That's true. We can tell. Say, Fuck you and your cease and desist. Come get us. So, hey, I, I don't know if you guys had any fun uh, news for the week, but I had something really crazy happen. Uh, it was a first for me a couple days ago. What happened? I was delivering tires like I normally do, and uh, I was about to make an exit off of the freeway. And a police officer passed me. Like he come up with his lights on. I pulled over. He went around me up about a few yards in front of, like fifty yards in front of my truck, and pulled off. I thought he was going to go assist in an accident. Like there had been, you know, two cars on the side of the road there, and all the people were pointing down the embankment. I'm pretty sure there was a dead guy down there. Oh no! Like he jumped off the bridge, or was in a car accident? It it was either somebody dumped a body. Or the heat may have killed a homeless person. Oh, God. That's, yeah. How do you think they found them? By the smell? I don't see. That's the thing is that thing could have been there. I don't know if you've ever seen a dead person on the side of the road. Not on the side of the road. Yeah. It's deer. You know how a deer looks on the side of the road. So you're used to that. Just kind of a lump of shit on this. You know, as a fucking deer. Like if I would have driven past it a hundred times and just thought it was a deer the whole time. But I don't think the amber lamps and all eight of the goddamn police officer cars that pulled up there were coming to pick up a dead deer, you know? Yeah. You know, I don't, I, I would imagine it happens that more in Arkansas than it does up here. But like right now, if somebody hits a deer and, and then they don't get it off the road within like a day, that sucker just expands. It just gets like yeah. the, the gases expand and then poof, it pops. It's like a bloater. It's like yeah. a landmine yeah. on the yeah. side of the road. It's exactly. real bad. I did see a dead body once. Uh, I was, when I was working in the elevator business, a platform broke and three mechanics went down the hoistway. And one was oh, damn. jammed up against the wall and something, and he was dead. But they pulled him out and took him out. 
and they said he didn't die until he got to the hospital, but he was dead. We, you could yeah. tell he was dead. Seeing a dead body is weird. Josh, you ever seen a dead body? Like, other than just, like, at a funeral or something? Right, yeah, no, I've seen a lot of funeral bodies, but not, like, a, well, sort of, yeah, I've seen a yeah. dead body. And I also saw my dad when he was dead, like, when my father yeah, was Yeah, I was going to say, my father was, was in a hospice type of thing at home, so I, I saw that. Yeah. Yes. We had a hospice worker, and when the person passes, because we're expecting that, right, they immediately call uh, the funeral home, they pronounce, and then they somebody comes over well the person that came over was this like tiny little woman and this really big buff guy and they're there to take my father from like a a second story apartment and i was like she was like really trying to like they wrapped him up and i said you guys are gonna need some help so i said (laughs) I, i i could i could get it she's like are you sure i'm like it's fine uh, I want to give my father some some dignity, and I just was like, let's just do this. Because you know that that bitch would have dropped his head, and he'd have fell down the steps yeah. and just be like... Bing, 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 uh, bing. So <laughs> the other guy got it. I got it. Now, my father passed from throat cancer, and Ooh. he was maybe uh, 80 pounds. He was, it, it was very small, but I remember it was so heavy. It was yeah. such a heavy bag. Dead and weight, man. Exactly. I didn't know that until then. I was like, why is it so heavy? Yeah. But but I guess that's kind of like similar to a funeral type of thing. It was something you ever, John, I don't know if you ever had this. I'm sure with your family, maybe I had an aunt that was really fat. And when she died, like they wanted all the grandkids to be the pallbearers. And there was like eight of us. And I was the biggest ranging all the way down to like a 10 year old. And uh, let's just say we needed about three or four other people to help pick up that goddamn you casket. Hold it like a pizza. You had to like. We could barely pick it up off the like the little cart that they put it on to get it out the door. Like we thought we had it, grabbed it, and just was like, "Yeah, we got it." And then it was, <laughs> oh shit. Uh, my father's mother, my grandmother, one time. I don't even know why, but I was went to either there's something. They said go up and see something's wrong with grandma. So go up and see her, and she had fallen. And my grandmother was a big woman. She was probably 300 pounds. And back then, I was like six foot, 250. Wrestler body. Right. So I go to pick her up. So I said, all right, so let me grab her. So, but when I went to pick her up, it hurt her. Like her own weight hurt her. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, what are we going to do here? So what we did, I, I called my cousins. You know, I got on the phone. I called my cousins and said, hey, listen, we need, I need three big bodies here. Grandma fell. We got to get her up, and I can't pick her up because it, when I pick her up, it hurts her. You think about maybe using a come along or something. Jim? No, what we did was we got a blanket and we put a blanket under, and we grabbed there's six of us. We grabbed yeah. the, and we just picked her up, and then we put her on the bed, and that was we could get her on the bed. But then we had to have a doctor, like we called the ambulance, and the ambulance came to check her because we weren't sure she was. But she was, I mean, she didn't hurt anything. She didn't break anything. Yeah, just a big gal. Just a big gal, and you know when you know when you go down. And listen, I've had a couple times where. You know, I've taken a, a fall and I was like, damn. And so when you know you're going and you got to tuck and roll and you hit, it makes a, it makes a hell of a noise, man. Yeah, anything stuff. under you is getting broken for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm not, I'm not hating too much. No, Just, no, I, I mean, the I idea know, of but, being really big, I would say almost cut the bottom half of my fucking body off if I'm going to be in a casket and save me the dignity of at least having six people be able to pick up my casket. I'm telling you right now, I'm being cremated. Yeah. I'm not having, I'm not putting my family through none of that shit. Like, wow, there's a, a heavy urn. You're going to need a big old box. Yeah, they're going to have to come over. I'm thinking that it would be like a size of a small cooler. 
Yeah, just, a, just oh, like a, a Yeti. Like, a, are you thinking like a like a Home Depot bucket, or what are you thinking? Something uh, big, like you know, that? like a ten quart. You know, like a ten okay. quart. Yeah, something like that. Being big and dying is never good. Like one of the things I remember about when Ralphie May passed away is shortly after they released a nine one one call, and I guess it was his travel buddy who found him either dead or dying, whatever the situation was. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're pan. It sucks to listen to because the guy's clearly you know freaking out and he's panicked and shit. But like, yeah. you hear the nine one one operator go like, "Sir, uh, if you can, please." Ro-. He's he's on his face. She's like, "Can you please roll him over and check to see if he's breathing?" And you just hear the guy just like. <laughs> Give it everything he's got. I think Ralphie Shit. May was every bit of 540 pounds. He was a big boy. So he was like a running start. Fuck that. You would need a snowplow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a lot of dude to turn over if he's not helping. You need a wedge. To be honest with you, I think if, if I if I die, like if I die in the house, just have him come in with like a, a bone saw and some plastic and cut me up and take me out in pieces. You know, don't just for the thrill of it. That'd be pretty cool. No, I'm just saying, just, you know, do something I mean, like that. you're already dead. So, and so what happens now, if I don't answer the phone, I'm at this, the age and the health where they come to the house. Sure. I've told this story before, but one time I was up late working and I didn't get to bed till like two or three and I was sleeping and my cousin, the Jimmy tried to call me like four times. So then he calls his brother who has the uh, auto repair garage behind us here, says, go up and check on Johnny. So they're knocking on the door, yelling in the window. I'm sound asleep. So they open up the Sleeping door. Sleeping good, too, I I'm bet. sound asleep. <laughs> and he, they walk up, and, and I, I'm sitting there. I'm sound asleep, but I got the blanket over my head. And I didn't hear this because I don't, I'll tell you. So he says to Jimmy, oh, he's dead. He's laying in the bed dead. So he grabs my ankle. When he grabs my ankle, I jump up like, what the fuck? And he goes, Jesus Christ, he's alive. Jesus Christ, he's alive. So of course I'm alive. What the fuck's going on here? <laughs> you didn't answer your phone. I said, shut it off because fucking Jimmy calls me five fucking times. I want to get some sleep. He's like, oh, great. He's got a, he's got wood. Yeah. I think over in like Rome or some shit, if the Pope, they think he's dead, there's like a little hammer in the nightstand next to what they're supposed to smack him in the forehead with to see God, if he wakes damn. up. That might do it. It's a little baby hammer, not like a full, that's not like a sledgehammer. It's just like a oh. little, like a little tiny metal gavel. And they're supposed to whack him in his fucking forehead if they suspect like a, that like he's a unresponsive. Gavel or? Yeah, but like a tiny one for the Pope. Yeah. Could oh. you imagine, though, if my cousin comes over, grabs me, I jump up, scared the shit out of him. He, he has, has a, a heart attack and dies. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I would feel terrible. Oh, oh no. shit. Oops. Why could you just let me sleep, Jimmy, you fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I swear, he must have. There must be a, a camera in here somewhere because as soon as he sees me go to sleep, it's like ring, ring. Yeah, putting a fucking mirror under your nose and shit. Yeah. See, but that's what's crazy. You know, dead bodies, man. I think part of it, it may have actually been a homeless person that just died from the heat. Hey, John, guess what? What? It's so hot. How hot is it? The second story on the Trello board. Uh, was about this this fun thing. Did you know a bunch of cows fucking died recently? Like, I think it's a thousand cows, a whole herd of them because of extreme heat. Okay, so this was in Oklahoma, uh-huh. right? Okay, so it's been hotter than it was that week in Oklahoma. Sure. And Texas, it's hot like that all the time. So what the fuck is that about, man? Like, it is literally killing livestock even. They're dropping fucking dead. Well, that's an interesting story, Jody, because why are they dropping dead? 
And again, I don't want to get into the tinfoil hat conspiracy theory. Oh, I save that for the boomer bunker. But oh, no. all of a sudden, like 10,000 cows dropped out of heat. Ex- oh, it was all because of heat. Meanwhile, it still is as hot, if not hotter, and no more cows are dying. Well, what yeah. happened there? What happened there? I don't know. But what I can tell you is I think the Clintons might be in charge of the disposal. Because in this article I got, it said that they took a big-ass landfill in Kansas, and they just bulldozed all them dead fucking cows into the pit. Okay. So here's a story. So when COVID started, and we started having problems with COVID, they found out that overseas, wherever they grow all these minks, that the minks were getting COVID. Yeah, same thing. They buried all, they killed all these minks and they buried them. The problem was that they, they put them all together and they all heated up. And they started fucking exploding like deers on the side of a hot road. And they were blowing out of the ground. These little fucking minks were blowing out of the ground. Oh, my God. So now can you imagine if with these cows. And they're just swollen up. They're all swollen just, up down there. Holy shit. And then poof, poof. That's what it said Jesus. they were doing. You remember when, speaking of COVID, you remember in like New York where they were showing those mass graves that they were building where it's like digging out a fucking trench and just lining it with coffins? Like, I imagine that's what they did. But they, like you said, that's so many. Like, they were shipping cows from these other places to this place to like, yeah, fuck it. It's a cow landfill. So in New Jersey, my home state, uh, they had a nursing home. The older people got COVID. They went out. They said, yeah, they got COVID. They'll be fine. Send them back. They sent them back. and. Bunch of people now in the nursing home all have COVID. They died, plus three of the carers, three of the workers died of COVID. You know what they did? They had a freezer in the back, a refrigerator. They wrapped them in plastic and put them in the refrigerator because they figured out what they could, what they were going to do with them. No shit. So somebody dropped a dime on them. Yeah, exactly. Somebody dropped a dime on them, and then the health department came in and said, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. (laughs) And you know something? No one got fired. Bodies stacked up. Yeah. We panicked. Right. We panicked. <laughs> we came, what are we going to do? I didn't want to lose my job. You're about to. Yeah. I, well, you know what I yeah. think? This is coming back to me. I think what happened was, well, somebody went to work and never came home. And they said, hey, is so-and-so still there? Oh, no. He left. And he never uh-huh. showed up at home again. So then they came, went back in there. They had an investigation. They found a freezer in her back full of dead bodies. Oh, yeah. <sighs> People are fucked up when it comes to death. Josh, have you ever been on a cruise ship? I have not. You have. I have not either, but I did read about this. Did you know that on a cruise ship, there's a small morgue? Yep. To hold like six bodies, I think they said. Yep. And that makes sense. At first, I was a little appalled, but then I thought about it and I go, yeah, if your fucking grandma dies in the middle of a cruise, like they're not going to turn the fucking boat around to get your grandma off. They're just going to stick her downstairs. Why ruin the whole vacation, you know? Yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to think when this was. I was a mechanic at the time, so I was probably 35, whenever this was. I applied for a cruise line. And what would happen is you would go out on the cruise ships and you would maintain and repair elevators out on a cruise ship while they were out at sea. So yeah. anything that broke or whatever, you would go and fix it. It's two guys. They would have two guys there and you would work in tandem. You would maintain them, make sure everything was running, make, make sure you had all the parts you needed and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I was really psyched for it because I was single at the time. And I said, hell, where's the best place to miss, meet ladies is out on a cruise ship. So, but um, I, I did not get the job. Damn it. But that would have been it's cool. Too bad. Yeah, it would be nice. 
You might have been a captain. You might have like changed your whole life. Well, no. The th- the thing was, you worked at night. So in other words, I think you worked from a sea cap. I mean, twelve at night, night till eight. Yeah, twelve at night till eight in the morning is when you worked, or whenever there was an elevator break. Being under the cover of darkness. Yeah. Well, they just that's when every everybody was. They wanted you. They didn't want the elevators down when the people were most you know milling around the ship. So usually between twelve, everybody was asleep. That's yeah. when they wanted you working them. So I was like, yeah, I'm down with that. I'll do that. I'll do it. I'll do it all. I can order parts. Yeah. I know how to do all. Repair? Yeah, I can repair. That's no problem. You mean to sew? I'll make beds too. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Deliver some food? I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been nice. It'd I have don't know. Work. With all them cows fucking dying and everything, I just I think the sun is the problem. Like it's just been whipping everybody's ass. People in England are complaining that it's 104, and it's like you have no idea what hot is like, bro. <laughs> There's places down here in Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, it's 115 fucking degrees. Like, shut up, Josh. You li- live in Texas, mm-hmm. isn't hot as hell there all the time? I mean, if if cows were going to start popping like popcorn, don't you think it would happen in Texas? Yes, it definitely gets in the hundreds here during the summertime and it snows now i don't know when that started but that started recently during the winter so it's kind of the extremes on both sides but i will say that it seems like it's been consistently in the hundreds recently before it would be like all right it's going to be the hundreds today but tomorrow will be in the 90s or something it's been consistently in the hundreds every fucking day and it's very humid now there absolutely is a lot of farms, a lot of country, a lot of cows. I even on the highway, you know, when you drive by, you see all these different farmers, and they're out there, they're doing their thing. So they're tough. Everybody else just sucks. <laughs> yeah, you've got like a hundred cows, and maybe one or two of them die. I don't know. Maybe they were sick and they got dehydrated, or they were stupid. I have no idea. But that's dinner. But for thousands of cows, that's kind. Of, I don't know. There might be something else going on there, like. There could be something else like, do they have adequate access to water? Do they dehydrate? doesn't matter if you're used to something. If you don't have, I don't know, there, there, there could be other things. Like, yeah, you die from heat, but it's not just from that. There's other, like you get dehydrated. Like what actually is heat exhaustion? I think it was the sun itself. I don't know if you guys oh, read about shit. this shit. I saw today that uh, apparently these motherfuckers are talking about trying to turn the sun down. What the fuck? <laughs> who, who who said that? At, well, I, if you, I don't know who, if you've got the Trello board handy. Uh, yeah, it's the, okay. Is it, it Hunk of Burning Love? Which one is No, it? that's Turn the Sun Down, bro. Are we going to take the sun to jail? Because that's multiple murders. No, it's way crazier than that. These motherfuckers are legit talking about, you know how Alex Jones used to talk about chemtrails and spraying shit in the air and yes. everybody called him crazy. And then a little bit later, they talked about doing it to make rain. Like, oh yeah, we could just spray fucking nitrogen or whatever in the air and make rain. Well, it seems like these motherfuckers are talking about spraying some shit into the air to like, I guess, lessen the sun. You know, maybe they should stop doing shit. Maybe yeah, they maybe. <laughs> again, yeah. instead of doing all that, how about we get some air conditioner to the people that need it? Right. Holy shit! As fossil fuel, this is the biggest scam. This fossil fuel is warming the earth is the biggest fucking scam ever. In the history of ever, this okay, is going to kill, kill more people. What continues to apace the hotter planet edges closest to uh, passing safety limits. Some scientists are exploring controversial technologies at, by spraying chemicals into the atmosphere to reflect away some of the sun's warmth. Jesus. So it says here, it says the technology which mimics sky darkening effect of a volcano eruption. 
Yeah. So you just spray enough shit. Maybe they just get tent. They just vaporize the tent like off your windows and just spray that shit up in there. Oh. And then it just kind of takes it down a couple notches, you know? You know, I got the perfect idea and it'd be super cheap. Let's just blow up Yellowstone. <laughs> Just set a bomb off in the middle of it. Yeah. And we've got like, I think like it's like a hundred years maybe of just straight up cold, chill climate. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Just the only problem is we'll be gone. It'll take out the whole United States. What? The super volcano? What are you kidding me? It'll only take out like, it'll only, okay. It'll only take out like half the United States. So we get everybody obviously to move to the East Coast, you know, no big deal. And uh, we just do what we got to do. You know, it's shade, take- John. Don't you like shade? Yeah. Come okay. on, John. Were you guys alive for Mount St. Helen when Mount St. Helen exploded? No, man. I'm not 83 years old. Okay. Yeah. So when Mount St. Helen exploded, <laughs> all right, and that was a small compared to what Yellowstone is. <laughs> right. The amount of ash that went in the air, and it, it made it to the East Coast. All right, and that was just like a baby volcano with a with an explosion of a baby volcano. It flattened trees. It's it's it, you know it just devastated like wherever whatever side that blew out of. Yeah. All right. It, so it, can you imagine the super volcano? First of all, probably Philadelphia would probably have six or seven foot of ash to dig out from underneath of. Well, yeah, but you guys get snow, so you have like plows and shit. Oh, then it would mix with that, and you'd have some kind of. Fucking snow ash concoction bullshit. Winter Wonderland, Tox- John. You have like you not toxic like Avengers. Oh, and then Christmas, John. And then the other thing it did was uh, you couldn't fly planes because uh, that that volcanic ash would get in the engines and fuck everything up. You don't need to though if we're all in the same central area. What I'm saying, I look. I'm trying to save the cows. Okay, they're <laughs> burning the up cows. and they're cooking. Like usually, you'd have to kill them. But now you just put them outside, they die, they get cooked, and it's like, just put a plate underneath them, boom, done. I feel like we could have just all had cheeseburgers, you know? Just for a week, you just drive to Kansas, and you get all the cheeseburgers you goddamn want. They said it was because it was so many that it overloaded the processing facilities. I I guess, you know, I don't know how much shit they're doing, but I imagine they're working hard, trying to keep up with the industry. So just to have, you know, eight times the amount of truckloads of dead cows pull up in the parking lot, you kind of go, I can't do anything with that. Yeah, but what about like, what about this whole like uh, supply chain issue? Boom. We just, God is like, look, let me give you food. And we're like, let's just bury it. So they'll put dead fucking Jews in a fridge in New York, but they won't put dead cows in a refrigerator just to save a few people. Well, from what I understand, Tyson? when they there's yeah. you got to kill them, and then if they die, so in other words, if they die, you can't eat them. If you kill them, you can eat them. I don't yeah. understand what the logic is in that. Like Nick says, it's a py- pyroclastic cloud. That's the thing that's a, that's the problem. I feel like letting them die sounds more kosher to me. At least you're not whacking them in a fucking bat and slitting their throat, you know. Just let them go out and catch them right after. Do you ever see? Do you ever see where they the, the cows are in that sh- the the corral and they come walking up and the guy's got that thing? It's like a, I don't know. It's like a gun and he just yeah, puts that a shot there. country for old men. Yeah, puts it right in the head. Cool. And you see the the eyes roll around. The cow, the tongue comes out, and the cow goes, down you on. You talking the floor. about the shit on YouTube, like the real videos of it? I've oh seen yeah, yeah, those. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking. You ever seen that shit, Josh? He goes around and it's. I think it's mercy kills. Like maybe they're harvesting the cows. But he walks out with like a 223 with a silencer and a scope and he gets up right in their fucking faces and literally they're almost kissing the end of the fucking barrel and it's all on video. Like he just goes, it's you just hear a click and then the fuck motherfucking legs go out and they drop. That's it. That's it's, the best way to do it. 
I mean, it's pretty serene when you think about it. Like, I know that those cows are getting eaten, but like for the first 30 seconds, it's the most barbaric thing you've ever seen in your life. But after, you know, about a minute and a half, when you get done busting a nut, you're like, this is the right way for cows to go, man. No harm, no foul. Clean it up and you throw the sock right (laughs) in the hamper. You're like, you know what? Do we even need women? No, but uh, I think we change the subject, aren't we? No, no. I'm just I, I had some of that. We do need women, actually, because yes, we're we bitching about the sun. The next thing on the uh, the Trello board is a lady who enjoys the sun and says that we should also enjoy the sun. Hell yeah! And, uh, Hang on, I have should... the I have the video. Yeah, believe let her. To, let me get to the video here. Yeah, this I got a kick out of. I thought it was funny, and she, she like all... she offered help for the men too. She is said, she "Hey guys, ten or what?" Hang on, here what? we go. Let her. Let's let her tell you. Okay. Look at this broad. All right, first of all, I got to tell you, why doesn't this girl choke this dog? This dog barks through this whole video. Oh, that was in the video? I thought it was. No, no. It's in the video. No, no, that's her dog. Right, it's hard. Listen, though. this is why, John, because that lady right now is standing on her porch, probably, yeah. with her with her gear out, facing towards the sun, like she's bent over with her butt sticking out. That dog so? is talking shit. All yeah. right, here we go. All right, y'all. I'm gonna share the most super secret spiritual practice ever. It's called pussy sunning. What I mean by pussy sunning is that you literally take off your pants, take off your panties, take off whatever it is that you're wearing, spread your legs, and let your pussy see the sun. This is incredibly activating, charging, unbelievably cosmic, in the sense of what the ancient Taoist master said was the true qigong of meeting heaven and earth, that anytime you bring together heaven and earth, you are galactivating your inner core essence. It is your pussy, your feminine nature. You expose it to father, son, the most cosmic masculine force in the universe, and you charge your battery. You charge your soul. You nourish your internal wild feminine with all the power of the sun. Pause. Get it, mama. How high do you think she is? She's I mean, really high. Very yeah, she's, fucking high. Very high. <laughs> I know the dog is annoying, guys, but she just gave me a kick. I go, this is funny. Because I heard about sun in your butthole. There's some other hippie from California that was like, your butthole, your rectum is you know, capable of absorbing vitamin D from the sun. So you should lay out and, and charge your battery. Like what she just said, just basically stick your asshole out at the sun and let it warm it up, I guess. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, she's into it. She's like, uh, you know, galacticism and uh, hold on. I need to be as cool as her. No, oh, is this cool or is this just no, because uh, she's just a, a, a well, hot, I don't, John here? Listen, I don't have a pussy, so I don't know what it's like to get some sunshine on it. Right. Most women but don't. Hold, but wait, there's more. She's going to tell us how we can enjoy the sunshine too, John. Okay. Oh. Hang on. Here we go. We start, listen, we got two, two minutes and 27 seconds of this bullshit. Hold on. <laughs> This is embracing your feminine by embracing the masculine. This is the ancient sacred art of pussy sunning. Not only that, but I think it's antibacterial. I think it's antifungal or something. Sort of in the way uh, that She's Italians do their laundry. They think the most cleaning thing for their laundry is to leave it out in the sun because all of this bacteria, all of this dirt lives in the moisture. And so the sun evaporates that moisture and you're actually getting a nice, good, clean pussy at the same time as you are cosmically galactivating your inner feminine goddess. Pause. Galactivating Ladies, your goddess. Probably go ahead and use soap and water, but also if you want to get some sun on it, that's cool. 
I think that needs to be the uh, uh, title of the episode. Collectivating your goddess. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so. Yeah, we'll finish up with the other part. I forgot she went in that in depth, but yeah, she, ladies, it's not antimicrobial. You should still wash your pussies. Okay, yeah, that's what I was. Saying. Uh, well, they say you're not supposed to. You're supposed to wash the outside, not the inside. Yes. Correct. Oh, I know. But maybe still do that. Don't just depend on the power of the sun in the palm of your pussy. <laughs> right. This lady, you know what? She looks like she smells like petroleum oil pot and B.O., if you ask me. Here we go. Did you hear the dog stopped when I did that? And mans, there's a place for you too in this wide universe of ancient practices. And I highly recommend that you dig a little hole, take off your pants, take off your panties, and stick your balls in the dirt. Mm. Let yourself be held by Mama Earth. Know that the feminine wants to support your ejaculation and massive high-quantity production of semen. Put your balls in the dirt and breathe, brothers. Breathe on. Hey, for all you diehard goddesses out there, if you want to call a yoni sunny, Bugs Bunny over here. call a yoni sunny. My goodness. Hey, sunshine, galactivate my yoni. Collactivate my yoni. That's my yoni. the name of this. <laughs> Collactivate my yoni. When I think when I'm gonna record it, two thousand eight. I have or? no idea, dude. This is from a while ago. I'm assuming. Holy mackerel! I'm going on vacation uh, next week, and when I'm in the great lands, the the faraway ancient time civilization of Hawaii, I'm gonna dig a little hole in the sand. I'm gonna put my balls in it because apparently Mother Nature wants to help hold me. I'm gonna sun my balls. It's gonna be great. I also, just do DMT and. Get the same result of Mother Nature holding you. Right. All right, Jody, just let me just let me give you a little bit of uh, advice, okay? Yes. Okay. All right. Sunscreen? Do not, yeah, sunscreen, sunscreen, sunscreen. Maybe There's like one, one of thing, the umbrellas from one of my drinks. I'll just hold that up over the guy. Whatever happens, you do not want to sunburn your balls because oh. that'll be the end of your vacation. <laughs> I have a story. All right. Please. All right, so... My father and his buddies decided to go down to Key West. And one of his buddies was like one this hippie chick. He smoked pot and drank beer and all. And the three of them, they went down to go fishing down in the Keys. So they're out there. So he says, I'm going to start taking. I'm going to start. <laughs> I'm going to. Nobody's here. I'm just going to take off my clothes and get it all over tan. So he's over there. He's got his, you know, he's balls ass naked. They got pictures of him, you know, standing on the bow of the boat, hooking fishes on he was out there for about two hours. Sure. That night, his ass got so much sunburn, his ass blistered. So sure. the rest of the trip, like he would pull his pants down and they would take some of that spray, whatever that shit is you do, put on sunburn. Yeah. Forget yeah. what they call that. Aloe vera. Yeah, whatever. whatever. And then and they were spraying his God his damn it. He had like Freddy Krueger ass. He had Freddy Krueger ass. Just burnt up like a right. pepperoni pizza. Poor fucking yeah. guy. Your ass doesn't see the sun. It can't can't no. handle that kind of You'll get a sunburn in 20 minutes. Oh. If you're not used to sun in that, as white as my ass and dick and balls is, if they were in the sun for more than 20, it's gonna be a first degree. Wait till she gets skin cancer. Well, forget yeah. about that. So then after that, it starts peeling. So your ass then starts itching and it's peeling. So then he's coming home and it's the blisters have broken. He's all and he's peeling. He's like, can you peel this? And he goes, listen, I'll spray solar cane on it or whatever, but I ain't yeah. peeling your ass. I have no, <laughs> you know. <laughs> then he died right there just trying to get that sentence out. Oh my goodness. So, all right. Anyway. Hell yeah. 
Well, no, speaking of burning your balls, there was a, the next thing on the Trello was Hang actually on a second. story we got a, The chat. Right. I did flat roofs when I was younger. John is right. Guys would show up wearing shorts and the reflection going off their pant legs would tear them up. Yep. That's right. Oh, I'll tell you the worst sunburn I ever got was one time I was out clamming. And it was, yeah, and the were. sun wasn't even out. <laughs> and that sun was out and it would hit the, the water and bounce up. And the front of me was lobster red, lobster yep. red. All right, so what are we doing now? Hunka hunka burning love? Yeah. Okay. Got to figure out what we have here. I'm directing traffic tonight, guys. That's so we go from one step to the other. You like you see there's a flow, a rhythm. Yeah, we yeah. got a flow. Yeah, You're awesome. doing it. Hang on Hell a second. Yeah. Josh, Josh, I want you to read this one because it sounds like a young jilted lover move. Oh, okay. I definitely think this is a See if you can read that. Can you read that there, got boss? A hunk of br- yes, confession. Oh. At the very top, it says, number two, don't mess no, up. No, I don't with- need that. Just read the... Oh, what the fuck is wrong with you? No, I like that. The title says, don't oh, mess with bottom. this lady. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, confession. It was uh, AT&T at 838, right. and the phone <laughs> was charged at 100%. All right, Bob, continue. You got one notification, by the way. Also, it says... All right, let me read it. Confession. <laughs> when I was still married, I had a feeling he was cheating on me. I found a pack of condoms in his car. The box was already opened, so I poked a hole in the wrapper of each one. Then I proceeded to soak them in habanero peppers juice uh, for an hour. I put them back in the car before he woke up. He told me he had to go help his mom with some things around her house. He left. Three hours later, my best friend called to tell me that she had uh, sex with her boyfriend and now she was on fire down there my husband came home and placed ice pack down there saying he got burnt by something <laughs> needless to say after that he lost his wife she lost her friend neither one of them knows what i did now if i see either one of them i always ask where's the fire all right ouch so, so first of all I call bullshit on this whole story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. All right. I do. I call bullshit on Josh's reading. There was yeah. no soul there at all. You're yes. a robot, man. Yes. Hold on. <laughs> and then the boy chased the dog across the street. Like, comment, and subscribe. When I was still married, I had a feeling he was cheating on me. I found a box of condoms in his car. The box was already open, so I poked a hole in the wrapper of each one. Then I proceeded to soak them in habanero peppers for an hour. Give me a different one. You got to switch it up. When I was still married, I had a feeling he was cheating on me. I found a box of condoms in his car. Keep going. Next. The box. Skip to the end. Give me the punchline. Now when I see either one of them, I always ask, where's the fire? (laughs) Bravo. Seven on... (laughs) (laughs) $750 to do that (laughs) hell yeah so that was the the silly stupid thing but here's one that's not fake John right under that there's a sex ish story that I heard about and I thought it was interesting so I'd like to get your take on it well before we get into that I just want to say this All right, so we're men right Yes. So if we go into the box of condoms were open. All right. So she pokes holes in them. How does she get the habanero juice? And what does she do? She's got, she pokes holes. If you see a, a a wrapper that's open just slightly, are you using that condom? Fuck no. I don't know. Yeah. Dry it up. Right. I see what you're saying. Like she poke a hole through it and maybe stick, maybe she just clipped, poked a small hole in it and soaked it in there. 
Maybe, but I'm, I'm thinking that like, if, well, maybe it's dark and heat of the night. You just rip that thing over. Maybe you should put like a little hole and then pushed it back over. Okay. Oh, maybe. what if it was one of those fire and ice condoms? So he thought everything, it was just part of the gimmick. And he went over there and gave her the fucking the Louisiana fire crotch. Uh, I guess. Oh, oh, baby, I'm so hot for you. No, I mean, I'm really hot. Like, holy mackerel. Wow. Hold on. You got to stop. Oh my God. My coochie's on fire. Oh, Ooh. mama. That's why you should never don't ever leave your Vicks vapor rub by the bed. Exactly. That's a rule. Let it <laughs> let this be a lesson to everyone, every guy out there. Always taste your condoms before. <laughs> <laughs> always yeah. give them a lick. Give a good old lick. So right. look, there was a story that I heard about where this uh this gal she spent a bunch of money on a sex doll. Yes. For her husband. There it is. All right. Who's reading this one? I'll read it. Go ahead. A wife struggling with her husband's high libido has bought a lookalike sex doll in order to take the pre- the pressure off if she's not in the mood. Char, which I assume means Charlotte, maybe? Charisse? Sharana? 23 splashed out 1800 bucks on the racy replica of a sexed-up spouse, Callum, only to discover that she has also developed feelings for the dirty doll, who they call D. Dirty okay. D. So, all right. So D is not just a doll. We're really attracted to her. She's Get helped strengthen D. our relationship and set our sex lives on fire. <laughs> See, with Callum constantly in the mood for sex, so the dude's horny. I get it. Shara says she was struggling to keep up. Horny husband also proposed the idea of a threesome, but Shara was reluctant. So this bitch, instead of going the threesome route, went out and bought a real doll of herself. Hey, smart woman. Very, very smart woman. Because what happens is this is they, not the best idea ever you've I'm, ever I'm heard, all, John? Absolutely. I'm 100%. Now, oh, hey, look John, at this. Listen to me. So the, it, it looks enough like her. She's also Wait, pretty which one's petite. The doll? The, now, I will say the, the titties the on the doll are way bigger. Tits. This one, look at the size of the tits on this one. And look at the size of the tits on this one. That's where the 1800 went. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of looks like the gal from the Barbie girl, uh, Aqua or whatever that band was called, but like with blonde oh, hair yeah. <laughs> or baby yeah. spice even. Yeah. I, I'll be honest with you. She looks like Britney Spears. This bit was on a bender for like a weekend. He like looks a, like a pretty happy guy. Yeah, sure. He's a whole He'd never shoot up shit. a grocery store. I don't think so. Mm, I don't think so. No. Man. But so here's my thought as a married man. I think it's a pretty sweet idea. Uh, I know. Mine would get fucked a lot. <laughs> like would that, would, my wife would get upset because like She'd there'd get be holes in that thing. Right? She probably would feel better. She'd be like, "Yeah, whatever, dude." But the problem is, is after I got done fucking it, I'd also start using it for other stuff. So she'd come home and be like, "Why is there a cigarette burn on its forehead?" And be like, I don't know. <laughs> what happened to my fucking the arm on my doll? I, like, I think she tripped and fell. The thing <laughs> is, like, like she has to go out and get an outfit. Then she has to go out and buy the same outfit for the for the doll, but she's got to get in a bigger size up top so it can fit those big, massive cans. Hell How do you think yeah. she would feel if I mounted the doll and just started beating the shit out of it in front of her? <laughs> My wife. <laughs> like, maybe she's like, I want to watch you have sex with it. And I'm like, okay. And I'll, maybe I titty fuck it or something. And I'm like, you want to see something else crazy? And I just start throwing fucking elbows on it. <laughs> Punching it right you in the fucking come head. come home drunk and just start like fucking wailing like, oh, I had a right I think head. it's a great idea. I'm just saying, she'd be like, why yeah, is yeah. the doll in the trunk? It's like, oh, I was taking to clean it. It's like, why is there duct tape on the mouth? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Do I see some crazy shit? She talked too much. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I got to do something with the eyes. The eyes, the red around the eyes bothers me. What's up with that? She's been up yeah. for a long time. Yeah, she has looks, eyes. Yeah. Like oh, you know what I went to look at? Does the other? Does the wife have eye, blue eyes? I can't tell. She don't have blue eyes like the doll. The guy's like, hey, listen. It. That's kind of weird. All right, he just lost my respect now. Yeah, it's like, listen, uh, if we're going to get this doll, can I get some upgrades? That, you know, look at the look at the pictures on on the wall here. I didn't even notice that. The fuck? This is they're a freaky. This is a freaky little uh, couple right here. Wow, the pictures on the wall are front and looks back, like side Hitler. by side portraits. No, That's they're covering each other's junk. No, but like look at the guy. He's got a little stash. He's got a little Hitler stash going on. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe looks like right. that cover of that John Lennon album with Yoko and John, where they're naked. All I'm saying is the sex doll for a spouse is a slam dunk in my yeah, book. Yeah, they're having to pick her up. I'll Dear tell you Santa, what, I think it would save a lot of marriages. Or, and here's the other thing: as you get older, maybe the women need like a like a sex doll for them. You know, yeah. they have the oh. Give me a second. Let me go to the YouTube. They're going to have a hard time lugging their dolls around. Because that's what I told my wife. I said, if I had one of these, it would be funny. But you get mad at how. Because I would just grab it by the ankle and drag it back and forth. <laughs> it'd, like it'd, be, it'd be squeaking on my hardwoods and shit. Just. <laughs> so I walk down the fucking hallway. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm all, not picking this fucking thing up. It's, it's like all a, fucking like a grippy. Dummy. So it's just like skipping everywhere. <laughs> every few feet. <laughs> it's like when you have like, like. You know, tennis shoes or like basketball shoes, you know, like you walk in like a, a tile floor and you just hear those. For sure. That's what I'm saying. It would be a good idea, but I feel like I might end up scaring my wife. But I think it's a great idea. Oh, <laughs> you could pull pranks like in the dark. It'd be like behind like in the tub or something, like open up the curtain. Like, oh, there's somebody in here. Oh, no, it's just a doll. I'd end up wrestling with it. That's what would happen. I'd be like suplexing it through the fucking living room and power bombing it off the fucking carport and stuff. Save money in the sure. carpool lane. There is so many possibilities. It's just like a my buddy, but for grownups. Yeah. It's called my bitch. Yeah. Bubble butt that, buddy. Oh, I'll get her face tattoos and they can have implants and stuff. You can swap out. Like, I'm all for this. Fuck yeah. All right. Give me a second. Oh, shit. All right, so here we go. So I have this video, and I'll scrub through it, but there's a video, and this was a while back, and it was made by Vice. Uh, and it's about a woman trying the first male sex doll. Oh, my. So let me see if I can scrub a little until we get, because there's a lot of, you know, she talks about stuff. I want to get to the part where she gets right to the. Yeah, I just want to see this fucking thing. Because I assume it's a crash test dummy test with a donger on it. Yeah. The processes that I do, it has longevity in mind. We sort of take these creations and work these story arcs into a character. Gabriel is the avenging angel, and that's why we selected that name. He's the one that's going to liberate us into whatever future we have. So oh that's my. how we pick the names sometimes. They're sort of story arcs. He kind of looks like a... See them complete. He looks like George Michael. He, he looks, looks like, very like a white supremacist, like a skinhead. Bodies. Like a George Michael Ken doll. Yeah, yeah. let me see, see if, if I can much. Yeah, let me see the meat and potatoes. This is the woman. This is the woman. You're not going to be waddling around the next day. <laughs> waddling around? How about the dolls yeah, behind like, them, though? It's too big, and then the next day She's afraid She's of afraid uh, of taking, uh, something, taking something. No, I don't know. I don't. All right, so she's. A, I think it's, it's like the she, psychology he's... of the dull buyer that keeps us in, or the psychology of the of the 
the collectors. Because I was doing customer service, I really got to see who these people are, how dolls change their lives, getting deeper and deeper in and finding what makes people tick. All right. All right. So let me see if I can get to the end where she's actually, she actually takes this thing and hold yeah, on. John, that's Here what it is. Doing. What are you watching all this emotional Feels stuff? Feels uncomfortable. Whoa. Like there she's he is. Interesting. Because it feels like a person, it feels like a real person who can't respond to you. I would not be able to tell if this was a real dick or not. Ah, there you go. Why about that? All right, so I think this is where I think she... we've been lied to our entire lives. Let me see if I can get a little further. Oh, here she is. Oh, that it's she... not supposed to be important, that it's only supposed to be about procreating. They like blue look, eyes. Everybody likes blue look eyes. Look into my eyes. There she goes. Up on there! It feels absolutely indistinguishable oh. from a real person. Except that I'm completely in control. It's more like rape, I think. You think it's... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say yes. That's fucked up. Well, I'm just saying it's probably what it's like. like you're not really my type. If you just hopped on some dude's dick. While he was asleep, that's probably what would happen. Well, again, I imagine. Again, it's like for the women, like when the guys are older and they don't want to anymore, that there's a doll for them now that they yeah. could, you know. The only problem is you got to get it. Like I think the women would need some help to get it into the bed. Uh, it has you. Oh, here's the deal: you sell them the doll, and then we could go into business of selling the little dollies for them to fucking haul them around on. Amen. Because you yeah. know they're gonna need something like that, like a stand-up dolly that you could strap them into and be like, "Here you, you go." Get like Bring those, like, like, a, like those uh, uh, U-Haul dollies, but just get, you yeah, know. like a refrigerator <laughs> with <the stra> dolly <laughs> with the straps yeah. on it. <laughs> you just strap it around, bring it over, unstrap oh, yeah. it, roll it on the bed, set it up, and then just uh, yeah. you know, hop on pop. This is Kevin. Uh, when you get done, spray him down with some of that bleach. You know, good game, gals. Yeah, and. So there was another story about a woman who had a male sex doll and then she gave it to her gay friends and their gay friends used it. Yeah. And then she got it back and she got pregnant because apparently I guess they, oh, God. you know, sprayed all over the thing and the filthy whore didn't wash it off and she just jumped on it. And the next thing you know, she's pregnant. Uh-oh. I'm calling, calling bullshit on that one, John. I'm sorry. She got a story. If you can find it by next week or the week after, you get two weeks to find this story, if, but I'm calling complete bullshit to that uh, one. I, I want to have them on the show. Why would a gay dude movie. come on the dick of a doll? That doesn't make sense. Exactly. If anything, maybe, maybe she got like dysentery or, or like she got poop in her mouth or on her in her pussy, but hepatitis. I would believe she got hepatitis. A exactly. exactly. AIDS even monkeypox, but pregnant. I don't know, dude. That's a, that's a stretch. Hey, yeah. We're going to find out. That's what it is. It's just, that's the difference is no, she actually got syphilis and she died. <laughs> I can't find it now. I thought if I would just hit a quick Google search, I could find it, but it's I actually, I had another story there uh, right after that one that was about uh, come in that sense. If you'd <laughs> like to segue, I thought you were trying to set me up. No, no, not really. You know me. I'm just 
been a rough day talk- today, so I just decided to. Uh- well, here it's it's the point that I'm trying to make. Like I know the miracle of life. Like there are a few factors that come into play when you're fucking making babies, and you know, just like what they told me is like your balls can't be too hot or they can't be too cold or you can't use spermicide lubricant. You can't really use lubricant at all. Like there's only certain fucking days that it's most effective. Like it's a whole to do. So I don't know if like just come on a doll would end up getting somebody pregnant if they got it back a few days later. That seems not un seems unlikely. But this story that I brought seems more likely. Apparently, like over I don't know if Israel uh, they've had like soldiers that have gotten killed and shit like that. So mm-hmm. apparently, these soldiers' parents are I don't know if they're offering money to these surrogate moms, but basically they're retrieving sperm. Uh, and trying to surrogate their fucking dead kids' uh, relatives to get their own grandkids and stuff. How about that? That now that is pretty freaky. Uh, okay, so let's see. Uh, a, UK, a Ukrainian immigrant turned soldier was killed twenty years ago when he was twenty five, according to the Israeli military authorities. The press accounts he tried to stop two. Oh, who cares? All right, he was shot yeah, dead. Some okay, so we get through the thing. Uh, so I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> he uh, was an, he was a pretty good guy, I guess. Yeah. All right. Th- th- thank you for your service. I shouldn't sound. I mean, it shouldn't make it sound so heartless. He's an Israeli soldier. I don't give a fuck. You no. guys have cool guns. Whatever. But no, the point is, he was not a. He wasn't a bad guy, I guess. But he he's dead. You know, he died at a young age. And I feel like that these old these people have mourned the loss of their kid for so long that like now they're like, fuck it, I'm going to try to make some grandkids one way or the other. All right. So it's just uh, wild to me that you would want to do that though, because being a grand parent is the best part you don't have to deal with all the bullshit one of the children dating him one of the children darting him on the morning still sits on the lap uh, oh i'm sorry all right let's get to the down to the brass tacks 14 years later uh they fertilized the eggs and she didn't know but she got a volunteer to bear and raise a child after meeting the grandmother i was moved by her story she was alone in israel she lost her only son she had no grandchildren uh, so now they're trying to get a judge to grant the grandmother the right to the German sperm, including testimony about his desire for children. There's mm-hmm. no case law covering when a dead man's sperm can be used to produce offspring. So I'm assuming it's for like child support, right? E- so it's like you can't owe debt on some, you can't assign debt to a dead person. Well, right. but if get you end PA, up getting somebody pregnant, then you fucking maybe get some benefits. So it's the so it's some yeah. germ sperm. Yeah. So okay. So here's the deal. I'm sure a couple of lawyers and some doctors could hammer out a deal where, yeah. all right. So you're going to go off. Let's say you're going to go in the army, Josh. All right. And uh, they're like, listen, you're going to go in the army. You're going to go overseas. We don't know if you're going to make it back or not. So what you do is uh, you get a couple magazines. You go into a bathroom. Yeah, you you get a couple cups of semen and they they freeze it. All right, I don't even need a the cups. A couple cups is going to take a while, Josh. Whatever. I want to yeah, take a Gatorade this. or something. Yeah. Okay. All right. So they freeze it. So then you go off to war, and then if you get killed, uh, then you could if, if say you were married, your wife could have one of your children when she was able to have one of your children. And then yeah. and, okay. And, all right. So would you do that? Uh. Yeah. Fuck but it. so then would your parents be on the hook for child support payments or support for the kid? Like sure. if she fell on hard times? Yeah. Uh, no. What do you mean? Yeah, because fuck them kids. Because 
that's not how that that's not how that works now. Like, what if I get somebody pregnant and then I and then I die after like when they're like five years old? Like, that's not you don't you know retroactive. Like, well, they, oh, well, we need money from somebody. So well, it's like, they become just, wards of the state, kind of sort of like yeah, but they so, would so, in some cases. Yeah, your wife would but, get social security for you. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. come after that money if they need it. Yeah, because yeah. you didn't you didn't decide to get any life insurance. And you left your wife and your kid destitute. What a piece of that shit would... you are. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, yeah. I mean, I mean but Jesus like, fucking Christ, be... Yeah, Yo, where's your responsibility? You go off to war and the next thing you know, you're, I didn't... you got an orphan and a, and a widow and, and they're, well, they're underneath overpasses sleeping on listen, mattresses. I didn't join the service together. to die. Oh, fuck. Nobody does. I'm that trying, all right? It's hard. <laughs> I didn't see them coming. I got to pay for my college. Yeah, yeah exactly. I did it for the college. Yeah. Well, you know what, Josh, your daughter, you know, the world needs strippers too. So, Hey, what can I tell you? N- nothing better than to find a, a stripper with a daddy issue. Holy shit. That's a jackpot. Well, then again, it's almost like, it's like shooting fish in a barrel at a strip club, trying to find a stripper with a daddy issue, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. It's pretty much part of the deal. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, much, pretty much part of it's the part deal. of the cover charge. So look, yes. it's been fun. We've had an hour of like going through topics and doing bullshit. You want to do something that just uh, spur of the moment, I think is going to be uh, enjoyable for both of you. Absolutely. I'm right. I've got a new segment. All right. Woo. What's this called? One of my personal favorites of the internet as I'm scrolling through the wormholes that I go down is when people fuck around and find out. Oh, it's something okay. that the internet has given me. It's blessed me with that saying, I don't know how long it's been around. I don't know who invented it, but it's one of my favorite things now. I don't care whoever tries to take lay claim to it. It belongs to the internet. Fuck around and find out is it's a way of life. Like it's an under, it should be a commandment. Thou shalt fuck around and find out. Like it should be part of the fucking the credo in my personal opinion. So I have a couple videos of people fucking around and finding out. All right, so here we go. So I'm going to bring this one up. There's three, and they're in order, so start from the top. Uh, let me see which one. I don't know which one I have now. Uh-oh. I think I have It's Raining Men. Hold on. No, no, no that's... that's no. <laughs> don't no, want no, to do so, that. So hold on. Time out. We're going to go number one, and then we're going to go The Wedding Slapper, and right. then It's Raining Men. That's the order. Okay, here we go. Hang on a second. I got to make sure that this thing doesn't fire off. Okay. <laughs> Post-production. Post-production. Here we this go. This is Joe Rogan. I know we're not supposed to talk about St. Rogan, but this is funny. And well, I don't I'm gonna, understand. I'm sure. Who says we're not allowed to talk about Joe Rogan? <laughs> you know what I mean? He's mainstream. He makes a hundred fucking million dollars. Joe Rogan's too cool for school now. But this clip is something I saw today. This is Joe Rogan and Theo Vaughn f- fucking with smelling salts. John, have you ever fucked with smelling salts? I've seen him. Again, I'm a fan. So Josh, I see have him. you ever fucked with smelling salts? I don't even know what that is. So smelling salts is when you, you pass out. They put this under your nose to revive you. So when you oh. have a concussion or when you're unresponsive, it's basically ammonia. Like the one time I had it was out of a, a medical kit, and it's like a glow stick, like a little plastic thing. They break with it. cotton gauze around it, and they snap it, and then the ammonia shit soaks into it, and they put it right under your nose. And when you breathe it in, it's like a chemical reaction in your fucking brain. Okay. Wow. All right. Let me make sure yeah. that we got that. Okay, here we go. Everybody strapped in? Yep. So this is Joe Rogan and Theo Vaughn. Get in there, Joseph! No, I didn't get it. Get in there! <laughs> Are you ready to be a real man? Uh, uh, the first one I didn't really get, but the huh? second one I got a, ooh, I got a full blast. Look at my eyes. Fuck yeah. Ooh. 
Fuck yeah! Put the lid on that, son. <laughs> Fuck no, son. <laughs> I'm gonna do one more. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> right, hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, a sword just came on me. <laughs> a sword. <laughs> it feels insane. Wow. So well, I don't know if you guys, found on that, guys, if you don't have, if you ever smelled ammonia, like anybody who's used cleaner, if you've ever fucking got it, like um, liquid ammonia is a motherfucking smell that you will never forget. Like it goes right up into your sinuses when you you know it, it's bad. Like you go, oh shit, that's ammonia. And I, the one time I got it, it felt like somebody like the same thing. You don't smell it at first. You kind of get it close and you go, oh, I think I smell it. And then you get it close enough to where it feels like somebody takes an ice pick and drives it up your nose into your fucking in your brain. Like it's immediate. God damn. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that video is priceless because I know that's exactly like that might have stopped Theo Vaughn's heart for a split second. All right, so hang on a second. So the second we thing you put on here. We should try that live on a, on a show, each of us at the same time. Like, all nah, right, bro. go. They said that the spasm it can cause, like if you've had any back injuries, this is on the warning label. I saw this in the comment section. It says if you've ever had back surgery, the response from a back, from a smelling salt can make you spasm so hard that you can fuck up back surgery stuff. So, like, don't play with it, guys. Fuck. All right, don't so... So the yeah. wedding slapper would be video number two. Yeah, so I have the wedding slapper. Hold on. Here we go. All right. So here we this go. Is, I'm going to assume this is an Italian or a Greek wedding. We have a fellow who's doing his best, Adam Sandler. He's a wedding singer with a hey, matching yeah. suit from the band. They're having a good fucking time. Look at it. It's it's classy. It's all white. Yeah. There's a soundstage set up like this Everybody's is probably. This is a nice wedding. But it looks like somebody's drunkle is up fucking with the DJ, the karaoke singer, and he's trying to do a duet and at one point tries to take his microphone. Oh, no. So, here we never go. Never take the microphone from a man who's singing songs at a wedding. No, here we go. Bravo, 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 bravo. I'll try to take it Bravo, bravo. Wow. I want everybody to notice that he made the band stop playing before he took that man's soul. Oh my like God. Only, it literally are- could have been better if he would have said, finish him. Like that motherfucker Pretty fell much. over. Like he literally scared the soul out of his body and he yeah. went lifeless on the floor. He, uh, for the people that aren't, that aren't watching, he, the way he stopped it too was like on the beat. like, all right, and stop. Pause like, it. And then he turned around and he fucking slapped him. Right in the face. He grabs him. He's like, are you done? Are you fucking done? You want to fuck with me? Like, it was beautiful. He picked was, him up by his shirt and explained yep. that never take a singer's microphone during performance. Guys, it's 2022. Somebody mm-hmm. tried to attack Dave Chappelle. Fucking Will Smith slap Chris Rock. You cannot approach performers while they're performing or you risk getting your fucking soul taken on stage. You absolutely do. Okay, so this last one. We're working our way up, guys. Can you tell the first one's kind of silly? That one was a little bit bad. The third one is a video that I found on Twitter the other day. And this is... I don't even know if this is legal, so at least it's the end of the show. <laughs> oh, so. shit. It was on Best Score Twitter. Hang on. Let me see if I can get a little bit bigger before we started oh, here. Oh, shit. <laughs> All righty. 
Uh, this should not echo. Hopefully, let's see what maybe, happens here. Maybe pause it just right at the gate so I can explain. Oh, okay. shit. Hang on one second. Let me, should we read the title? Do you want to wait? I was going to do that. So this okay. is, uh, it says Iraqi PMW, which I'm assuming is their military unit, uh, gunned down charging ISIS militants who detonate their suicide vests. Oh, no. Really? Oh, wow. You didn't, you ever seen a person explode? No. <laughs> oh, my God. I imagine this is what could have happened the other day on the side of the freeway when I passed that bum that had probably oh, been there for a couple of days. I, so I, basically, uh, they're going to stop an insurgent, and turns out suicide vests work just fine. All right, here we go. Cameraman almost catches a stray right there. See that shit? So this guy's running. This guy's just running towards him. The man in the camera literally just saw a bullet explode right in front of the fucking the little dirt hut that he's standing in front of. Like he almost caught a stray. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, that guy's down. Oh. Oh, no. I think I saw. Hold it. I think I saw a shoe. Now I get the title. There's a shoe. There's. Or is that an arm? Is that looks like a hand? It's something. Oh, holy shit. What? Hey, guys. What? It's raining men. men. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's raining men. Oh, I'm surprised my they're not God. saying, uh, what do they say? Uh, uh, Allah snack bar or whatever. Look Allah, at that. Oh. Allah Akbar. All right, watch this. They shoot them, they go down, and then all of a sudden, doof, there goes Bam. one. Damn, look, look at those look, chunks. Look at pieces. Pieces are flying. Oh, oh my God. And then this guy. This is not happy. This is somber. Let me do a somber version. I only want to see you dancing in the people rain. People rain. People rain. God bless America. Oh Look at my that. God. That's amazing. That's the wildest shit I've seen on the internet in a while, guys. And I, I don't it's know if awesome. YouTube allows it, but yeah, it's fucking people exploded. Holy shit. Fucked around and found out suicide oh vests work. <laughs> Those could be chunks of dirt. I mean, we don't really see anything. But hey, they fucked around. And they, they found, found out. out. I like this. Sure I did. like this segment. I, I think like we're going to have to segment, find yeah. fucked around. It's a good way out. to burn 10 minutes, right? Oh, my God. Absolutely. Holy shit. That's amazing. Another- That's the most amazing thing I think I've seen in a long, long time. <laughs> just, I mean, the size of the blade and just the pieces that flew out. Like, God a lot. damn. I watched that a couple of times. I was just like, that can't be real. And then, so that's what it is, is you see the explosion and you just go, oh, damn. And then I noticed just like everybody else, I started reading comments and it goes, it's really fucked up when you realize that that's chunks of person flying through the fucking air. And I go, oh yeah. That's what they wanted. Also, I think that it's good target practice, but also play stupid. Kate says, play stupid games, win stupid prices. You get target practice, but also you don't have to get a, a person, a, you know, um, what is it like? Uh, what is it when you dis- like disarm the bomb? Fuck it, just keep shooting till it explodes. Right. Fuck them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, you know, save time. You know the news. I heard that the Choco Taco is going away. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> now I'm gonna make you really sad. We got to see somebody Shit. explode, which should be sad. No, this. Aww. I found out that they're getting rid of the Choco Taco after 40 years, John. Why? How many Choco Wh- Tacos? Why? You what's, think so, you've what's so hard about the Choco Taco? It's not I like that. You know, again. The Choco Taco is basically a better ice cream sandwich. It's got the, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's an open face nutty butt or a drumstick. Yeah, yeah it's an open yeah. face, yeah, nutty butt or a drumstick. Yes, absolutely. 
They used to sell them at Taco Bell. Josh, you might not believe this, but used to I don't be. Remember that? Could, oh yeah, you could get them, and they'd be half melted when you got them home. If those assholes put them in the same bag, hell yeah. <laughs> They came in an alum- like an aluminum foil, shiny fucking package. You get cinnamon twist, or you get a choco taco. That's how I found out about them. No kidding. For you, for you kids out there that might be listening, that don't know. It's basically a waffle cone, but instead of twirled up like a drumstick, it's flattened out like a taco shell. They put fucking Klondike style ice cream and chocolate over the outside, and sprinkle it with peanuts or some shit, crunchies, whatever the fuck it is. They're really good. Peanuts. Okay, so I see John and Podcon. Is that because? Of me being on Pornhub? Oh, no, 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 no. PodCon. That's with you and I. We had that fight. <laughs> Put that at the end, too, so we can take that into Discord for the rest of the conversation. All right. Yep. So we're not going to we'll do so, that in Discord? Okay. Yep. All right. Oh, we can do That's what I'm saying. We can start it here. I'm just calling you gay for going to a fucking pod convention. I'm really just what? jealous, John, but you can yell at me back. All right. So here's the deal. So there's a podcast convention. There's a couple of them. There's one that's called Podcast Moving. It's in uh, it's in August in Dallas. Yeah. Josh, if you're close, you should go. He lives close by, I think. I don't know where he lives. But anyhow. And Part then there's Texas. another one. It's called PodFest, and that's in Florida in February. And then there's one that is called the She Podcast. It's for women only, and that's in Washington, D.C. Now, Podcast Movement is the biggest one. And I was Joey's, going to a podcast convention, Josh. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't I? What again? How it's, do you- it's hard for me to make fun of you in particular because, like Mike from the Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks Internet Radio Program pointed out, you can go there to find work for sure. So that's a good yes. reason for you to go to a podcast. But convention. But that's not why I went. Okay, I'll tell God, you why I went. Damn it! I feel like to- it would be the worst. It, okay. It'd be so much fun until I walked in and saw all the <laughs> fucking dipshit standing there, and I would just go, "I'm going to kill myself now." But I'm probably going to get drunk. So you first. think you're going to smell like Little Caesars? So basically, <laughs> what you're saying is you're too cool for the people that show up to. Oh yeah, I might be too Part- cool for a podcast convention. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not. So uh, I know a lot of people podcasting for ten years. There's a lot of people that I've interacted with and all, and it was the, this time it was in Philadelphia, and they were all going to be there. And I've never met, met met them in real life. Yeah. So there was like a lot of them have fallen through. That's the other reason I'm so skeptic of it. I understand maybe these are like the two big ones because I've heard about ten different podcast conventions that have come around, and typically it's a way for them to get about two hundred bucks out of you for three days of nonsense, like a fucking wrestling convention where it's just people handing out cards and shit. Yeah, but so maybe it, I'm wrong. Maybe this yeah, is the well, you're big wrong. one. You're definitely wrong on this one, and I'll explain to you why. Yeah. Because in this podcast conference, they have a room full of vendors with podcasting equipment, podcast, you know, anything that you would need to know about podcasting, you know, boom off everything. So just the fact that you could go in there and find some shit, you're like, oh, wow, that looks really cool. That's something I could use for my podcast. And then you get to talk to people that have been doing this shit for a while. Yeah. And it, because nothing, nothing for nothing, Jody, now that you've said this, I'm going to tell tales out of school. Uh, one time, Jody sent me one of his podcast episodes because he needed it cleaned up. They had some noise in it or something. He sends me this file. It was yeah. like two gigs. I was like, what the, what the hell is this? He was recording at twice the, si- twice the size that he needed to record at. I, I don't want to get into all this. It was specific. like, it was four times, John. Yeah, four times. Four times the size. I was like, Let's what is nerd this? out. The standard setting is what, 44.1? 44. 44. You were, you I were was just, recording at like 15, 
billion. No, no, whatever it was, the eight, fuck. It was eighty-eight thousand. It was eighty-eight. 000. And John goes, "I sent him a file. Listen, I had an old computer. It would took me. It took me five and a half hours to upload a podcast." <laughs> Because I was saving it as like three gigabyte size things is whatever I was fucking saving it. Right. And John just goes, what the fuck are you doing, dude? And, 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 <laughs> and he is, he's sending it to his file server, you know, the people that, that hold the file serving service that he uses, whatever that is. SoundCloud. Uh, right. You can say as a, as I don't a have wave. any face tattoos. As a wave. So so now you re- subscribe to his show. Now you get po' boys. It takes like half a day for it to download onto your phone. And now it fucks up your whole phone because if you got three episodes of uh, po' boys, you got to get rid yeah. of Instagram on your it's phone. It's a girthy fucking file, man. Right. So oh, I said, hold fuck. on. So I said, listen, this is what you record at. And then when you get done, you make an MP3 of it. And this is how you send it out. So the so he sent him files like one, one and a half gigs. And when I got done with him, he was sending a file. It was like 60, it was like 60 megs. So it's, it's, it's to, and again, how do I know this stuff? Because I talk to people and I learn shit. Just the same way we have a podcast circle jerk with Mike, with Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks and, and Teresa from um, Bad Poets, Bad Poetry. I can never remember the name of her show. Bad Poet Society. It, it's Poet on Society. hiatus. It's on hiatus. And and these oh. other other people, we go back and forth and we talk to. Well, again, some of these people do this shit for a living, and you can really yeah. find out some great workflows or something like that. But Jody's like, yeah. ah, I'm too cool. Like, you know, and, no, no, no. That's the part that John. Now that you got, you're gonna light me up right here. The people that typically are very successful at it that aren't like technical industry people like yourself like people that literally make money off of editing or servicing or producing or whatever that may entail because i understand the utility in that so like i said my bad on no offense okay the people that become successful by whatever means like i said in the conversation we had typically are lucky because that's really what it takes to be a successful podcaster you get lucky you Mm. Wait, what luck Hold is on. preparation meets opportunity. Okay. So yeah, you fucking build you build your audience, you do all that shit. You could have the best goddamn show ever and do it for ten years and nobody ever hears it. That's or true. you could fucking be a famous person and have a complete dud of a podcast. Like it's hard for most of the successful people to replicate what they've done. Like if they were to say, I'm quit this thing, I'm gonna start over. Very, very seldom does it happen again. And I think that's the magic of podcasting. So it's weird for me to have somebody explain to me how to do it when in my mind, that's how it works. Okay. So, all right. So like I said, I'd miss all the seminars is what I'm saying. I would hang out with you guys. I'd play beer pong and fucking karaoke and I'd have a good time, but I would not go to any of the fucking seminars. Like (laughs) like if you're like your wife would allow you to go away for four days, spend a bunch of money. Not a I did tell them right. if they get fucking COVID in the next couple of days, I'm going to Hawaii without them. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so the thing about podcast. Uh, so what I do. All right, because I've hung around with broke ass podcasters for the most part of my career in podcasting. I've learned how to basically find out all right, what kind of equipment do you have, what's your budget, and I can figure out on a minimal amount of money, maybe a hundred dollar investment that I can get you to record a podcast that sounds broadcast quality, all right? I can tell you how to do all that, all right? So that's my forte, all right? If anybody can tell you, oh, all right, go out and get the best equipment, get this, get that, and, and set it up. Yeah, well, who's got thousands of dollars to do that? Nobody does. But somebody 
that uh, people try though. That's sad, and I love it when it happens because they'll go out and spend that twelve hundo for the Rodecaster Pro and the fucking two microphone with the Joe Rogan boom arms and the green screen and the four D HD fucking camera, and it's just. Man, I'm going to laugh when you're selling this shit on Craigslist in about three months. Well, when you realize you really don't have time for this new hobby of yours. And again, yeah. it, it depends on what you're doing it for. All right. So uh, me, I do this for fun. I do this to kick around. I, this is more of a performance thing for me. Yeah. I enjoy this. This is my it. social entertainment. I have friends, so to speak. I have coworkers. This is my social friendship stuff. This is right. what I do. Podcast. Exactly. <laughs> now. Uh, would I like it to be more popular? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Uh, yeah. When you when you go viral and you're popular for whatever reason, like I see uh, our friends Doug and Anthony from the Who's Right podcast. Yeah, they're popular. They're making they're making pretty good side money from from mm -hmm. the show that they're doing right now. The problem is the bullshit they got to put up from their asshole fans. And I mean, they've got some real asshole fans. To be quite honest with you, yeah. I don't know. But every once in a while, they'll come up with something good. Like I got some dice. I want to try that. Dungeons and Dildo Duggalo fucking shit. Oh, you count oh, me yeah. out of that fat hey, shit. I'm John, have you stupid. you haven't listened to Dildos and Duggalos? Oh yeah, I have. It's I awesome. Have. And it's, I just got dice. It's as well, one of dude. my favorite fucking things it I think I've ever listened cool, to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I want to play. I'm, I'm sold. I'm officially too old. There's no way. Aww. There's no way. I would rather again get bunch of, like eight of us together and go play on a VR poker table. Well, we're gonna do, do that too, hopefully. Yeah. But, it, you know, instead of like doing the, I, I listen, well, I remember one time friends of mine and Deuce from the Brand X podcast, they were into this Dungeons and, what was he into? It? I don't know. But there was a bunch of the, our crew that was into this Dungeons and Dragons. So come on, John, we're going to get some beer. We're going to do Dungeons and Dragons. Like, okay, I'll come over. I'll tell you what. I was like, this, I said, I, I feel, I feel like a fag right now. I feel like no. a nerd, not a fag. You know what it is, nerd. John? It's what? imagination. I think yeah. you grew up. I think you grew out of your Peter Pan phase, and you're grown up now. Finally, God, I don't think I was ever in my. You got to have Pan imagination phase. to play, and that's, that's the only thing I think I run on anymore when I do shows. Is just let when my I, fucking mind wander. I think it would be a good time to sit there and just make some shit up. When I grew up, all I tried to do was make everything that that we had and I owned fast. Like I, we had a lawnmower. That we souped up, and my dad was pissed off because when I would turn it around and go the other way, I would lay down, to, <laughs> would tear the grass up for like five, <laughs> five to ten yards. He's like, "Will you stop it with the?" He says, "You're tearing up all the grass at the at the ends." He says, "I know it's fast." It was amazing that that tractor. It had a ten horsepower motor on it. Would do like forty five mile an hour. <laughs> I never got the fast bug. I think I've got slug in my blood. It's just the way it is. I mean, you know, we had motorcycles and we, we bought I got slug in the mug back then. We yep. bought Volkswagens and we would take and change them into dune buggies and we would go driving. You know, we would take them so, to like sand pits and and drive them all around. Yeah, I, that's what I did for fun. I didn't sit in a, somebody's basement with dice and a board and some guy with a fucking goofy hat on. Josh uh, just hangs out with two old guys every Thursday. Yeah, that's, that's kind of funny. Kind of, that's, that's a little bit weird. Your hobbies but, could be worse. That's true. That's, yeah, you could be me. <laughs> hey, I got the dice too, though. Yeah. But again, hey. I mean, listen, I'm always learning. And the thing is, there's not one person that I haven't met that I haven't learned something from. I mean, look, I never heard of Discord before. I found out about Discord, and Discord's really great for, you know, uh, for, for uh, getting to know people. And yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a great uh, networking. 
site, to yeah. be honest with you. The thing that I said was if I met one of my other podcast friends in person and they said the word podcast, I'd hit them. I was like, we're no podcast now. This is people time. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I get that it's the tie that binds and maybe I'm just salty and jealous, John. But yeah, I think you are. I think it is. I think you're I also- hope you show up and they only have hot dogs and it's just fat old guys. First of all, we don't eat there. You go out, you go out on the town. And you go out. Have like, you done if you this were before? To, How many podcons have you been to, John? I've Look, been yeah. to three. God been damn it! Three. Okay, well now we're gonna have to talk about that next time because I have sure. questions. All right, please. All right, we'll I'm gonna need a detailed fucking instructions of your itinerary for fucking two weeks pod right. conventions. Okay, uh, I'll just say one of them uh, ended up us closing the hotel bar and uh, trying to figure out how a uh, how how to work a uh, Zoom H6 uh, recorder with three microphones. John is the life of the podcast. <laughs> He's just the fucking last man standing. Good job, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what happened. It, the, 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 it was a Friday night. We were doing the Brand X podcast, and everything went wrong that night. And it, I, I was like the <sighs> episode from hell. And Deuce and Joe were riding me like a Harley down a dirt road. And I was so pissed. I was, and then it, it was going so long, and everybody was down there, and they're texting me, where are you, where are you, where are you? So finally we got done. I left. I went down there. I drank like 10 Jack Dan, 10 double Jack Daniel and Coke. I was blasted out of my mind. That's enough. Right. And then uh, we were, t- we had a blast. We absolutely had a blast. It, it was like doing a podcast without microphones or recording. That's what basically it is. It's kind a conversation. With it's your a buddy. conversation. Yeah. With your buddies and all. Yeah. Th- there's a lot of times there was people like there would be a, a, a session where they'd be talking about something and we'd be in a lobby talk and grab ass and meet new people it was amazing see the the problem is you once you went and you'd never admit it now but once you went you would enjoy it i know you would you're a people person you were well, definitely a people person. i think okay well officially your opinion of pod conventions is my opinion of butt stuff <laughs> okay <laughs> see there maybe you just need to try it you'll feel a little better about right. it john there you go john oh here we go uh we need to get john drunk as possible drunk so whatever little filter he has will disappear yeah that pretty much happens too that is true yeah. oh no right. that sounds terrible well guys we're gonna- i'm out of beer and i gotta pee so all right we're, we're gonna, gonna fucking end curb this. off yeah and then uh we're going to discord and if you're not in our discord why aren't you uh just go to the show notes link and there's a little invite in there. You just jump into the Discord, and afterwards we go over and have a little conversation right before I stay up all night playing poker. Yeah, that Bye. was fun. Fuck you guys. All right, see ya. <laughs>